In the name of one God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, did everyone have a good Thanksgiving? My family enjoyed some uh, time away in Texas and were good to come home. And the real question I wanted to ask, how much weight did you gain? <laughs> I, hope, I hope all your feasts were delightful. And then if you are looking for a good workout to lose some of that holiday weight that tends to come, Father Joe actually has, if you are, this is a men's group, but he works out with a group called F3. And he can tell you all about that if you are interested in losing some of that holiday weight. But what I offer you this morning is a spiritual workout. Like Joe knows about F3, today I give you H3. What we will be doing is looking into Isaiah, our Old Testament reading, and we will look at the H3 of our spiritual workout this morning. That is, one, a promised hero. Two, the healing that that hero brings. And then three, the hope for all of us in this promised hero. So that's H3 for us this morning. A hero, healing, and hope. As we look, that is what we are doing over our Advent season on Sundays from the pulpit. We will be looking at prophecies from Isaiah and promises to us that still speak to us today. All this time ago, that Isaiah was 700 years before Christ walked the earth. And then all this time, 2,000 years after, after that, and yet these promises that we look at over Advent still speak powerfully to to us today. So before we get into those three H's, we have to do a little contextual homework to set us up to understand the, the full depth of what we are talking about in the 11th chapter of Isaiah today. Now, if you look back two chapters, 9 and 10, if you were those that like to do extra Bible study, chapters 9 and 10 are those wrath of God, the justice of God, the judgment of God type passages. And I know as, as you have come to some maturity in your walks and your way of life and relationship with Christ, you have probably had that moment where you think in your mind, I like that, that loving New Testament God, but that angry Old Testament God, is, I, I can do without that. But what Isaiah pictures us, what it pictures for us today, chapters 9 and 10 that we consider contextually, the wrath of God and the judgment of God have their place, and the New Testament needs the Old Testament to show the full figure and stature of the God that we anticipate is coming and the promises of the liturgical season of Advent. So in chapters 9 and 10, we hear the prophetic voice of God saying, I'm going to use the enemies of my own people. The Assyrians, they are going to be like a mighty, a, a mighty hand of God with an axe that cuts down the mighty forest. As I considered that, God using the enemies of his own people to go against his own people in Jerusalem as a mighty hand to show how much he hates sin and how much he hates the oppression uh, that his people uh, are 
doing. As I considered that, as I was fortunate enough to live in Wyoming for about 10 years, all my mind kept going to was the image in 1988 of the great fire that happened in Yellowstone National Park. And if you, if you remember that at all, it burned 794,000 acres of land. And if you saw the pictures after the smoke had gone away, it was so hot, a lot of the trees burned up and there was left stump after stump after stump of barren ground, burnt stumps that just looked like total destruction and total desolation. This is where we turn in chapter 11, in the first 10 verses, with that picture in mind that God will use the Assyrians as a mighty axe to cut down the great trees of his own people. And that image in mind of Yellowstone, this is where the lectionary offers us comfort in painting the picture in our anticipation of the coming of Christ in the Christmas season as we prepare in this liturgical season of Advent. That very opening line we have in our Old Testament reading this morning, it says, And from a stump, the shoot of Jesse will come forth, offering new life out of death and destruction. This begins to paint the characteristics of the coming hero that will come for us, that, that comes into the world for us all. That first of the H3, our hero. And we see many of the characteristics of what we would hope in a coming hero. We see all-knowing, all-understanding, the Holy Spirit falling upon Jesus, the promised King, and that He will be merciful and mighty, and that he will be righteous and faithful to his people, and that he will delight in fear and awe. And one I really wanted to highlight, all those characteristics, we could spend the next three months taking one and talking about an attribute or characteristic of God. But one that is promised to us in this coming hero is justice and the ultimate judge. Picture this. Some of you have been to court, myself for something like a traffic ticket and maybe for something more serious. Or on the other side of that coin, maybe you have been called for jury duty and you have been in a judicial system hearing and you were asked to render the verdict of someone who have, had broken the law. What we are promised in this coming hero, this one of the characteristics I wanted to really hone in on today is the perfect judge. In our judicial system, we need lawyers, we need a judge, we need witnesses, and we need testimony, to, and we need to even get into the books of law to see to, and render a verdict of supposed guilty or not guilty. But in this coming hero, we see the picture painted of a perfect judge that does not need to see with eye or hear with ear any testimony. God knows our hearts and the hearts of his people. And he is judge, executioner of himself. And from it all, we are granted our forgiveness from this perfect judge that is promised as a hero to come. Just one of the many attribute, attributes of the painted characteristics of the coming hero. 
That leads us to our second of the H3 points, a promised healing to us all. Through this hero, we will know the peaceful kingdom with perfect peace and perfect joy being this healing that is promised through us all. As we see as the characteristics begin to, they give way to what the new heaven and the new earth that come through Christ are going to look like and how ultimate healing is found therein. It first speaks of predators and their prey. Those that do the hunting and those that are hunted now finding even field. That those that would hunt would not look to, make, to hurting people and killing other animals to, to, for their way of life. And then the fear that comes from those that are hunted, those things will be wiped clean in the coming of this hero. And then we see one which really speaks to my heart as having young children. Picture a child, one that is newborn that needs to completely depend on its parents sitting down in an open field. And everything is beautiful, but all of a sudden one of those Florida pit vipers is coming up to this newborn. And you can think in your mind what might happen as a viper might lurch into, bite into one of these new children. That's, that is the picture of what is painted for us in Isaiah of healing. And as I, as I picture that in my own mind, I just recoil a little bit about what if that happened in real life. But through this promised hero and the healing that is granted to us all, full, perfect peace. That is what we are seeing. The predator and the prey or a child, the fear that comes and the anxiety that comes with the pictures and the illustrations that are used with all these animal references, the fear, the anxiety, the destruction, all of that will one day be taken away. Does your heart just cry and yearn for that in this waiting period of Advent, the day when everything will be made redeemed and restored, and we won't have to go through that type of worry or that type of agony. And that brings us to the third and final of our H3 points, the hope that is granted to us all through our coming hero and through the promise of this ultimate healing of peace and joy. If you are those that like to do word study, Bible study, today we have verses 1 through 10 that are in front of you today. And if I extended that, six verses, the first 16 verses alone of chapter 11 of Isaiah have 36 statements that are either I will or I shall make all of these things right. Promises to us all 36 of them in just 16 verses. Now, when I talk about hope, I'm not just talking about a state of mind hoping one day everything will be made right. But through God's grace, through this coming hero that came for us all, we are granted assurance. Not just hope, but biblical assurance and statements like, I will or I shall. And one day, as it says in verse 9, the truth of the Lord will be upon the world just like the seas that cover the earth. This is the hope that we talk about through the coming 
of a hero, through the healing that comes through that hero, and through the hope that is granted to his people. As we opened that vision of of God and his mighty hand like an axe cutting down the great forest, well, that hand of wrath was taken and nailed to the cross for us all. Through Jesus' coming, through his life, and through his resurrection, we have all of these promises, and we get to live into them. That is the grace of God promised and prophesied to us all. And from that mighty hand, it's reached out to his people, saying, you no longer have to be in that brokenness, in that desolation. I am coming, and with it come all the promises of God. As we hear this morning, this is the God who has come. This is the God that is and the God that will come again. What a season of Advent we have to prepare for these promises. And thanks be to God for making them possible for all of us. Amen.